you know, at Traditions, we're first and foremost hunters and shooters. We use products. We are out in the field. You know, we are not just people who sit there and just dream up stuff. Listening to the Muzzleloaders Podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything black powder. Hey guys, it's Darren with Muzzleloaders.com, and you're listening to the Muzzleloaders Podcast. And I'm very excited because this is a special episode. We're coming to you from SHOT Show 2023, and uh, we are recording with Allison from Traditions. And uh, Allison's the marketing director for Traditions, mm -hmm. and uh, she has a lot of information. We're just going to be talking a lot about uh, some of the stuff that Traditions is doing, talking about the shed horn talking about their new 45 caliber bullets and um, also just getting a quick update on um, you know some of the things that have happened because it's been a little while since we've had uh, actually Allison's never been on the podcast <laughs> that's true <laughs> we had Ryan on the podcast uh -huh. and we talked a little bit about this stuff but that's been a little while ago so uh, Allison how are you doing today I'm good how are you Darren I'm incredible it's the first day of shot show so yeah. it's kind of still getting in the swing of things <laughs> but um, it's always a lot of fun being here and I love being in Las Vegas and just you know it's for a small town kid. It's kind of like, <laughs> oh my goodness, it's a big city. All these bright right? lights and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely excite more exciting the first couple of years. But Shasha is always a great event. It's great to see so many people in the industry like yourself. Um, and it's great to check out new products and just see what everybody's been up to. Yeah, totally. It's always a lot. Of, and also you get to come to a place that's surrounded by a bunch of like-minded hunters and yes. uh, outdoorsmen. And you get to see just walk in the building and there's guns everywhere. And yeah. it's just kind of like a dream come true. <laughs> Absolutely, so. right? <laughs> So, um, yeah, so let's, let's talk a little bit about traditions. Um, one of the things I'm really excited about for this year is the shed horn. Mm -hmm. But before we get into some of the stuff that's happening this year, let's talk a little bit about um, the past year, uh, the introduction of the, 40, uh, the uh, 45 calibers mm -hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. So what went into like some of the decision making to bring on that 45 caliber line? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, at Traditions, we're first and foremost hunters and shooters. We use products. We are out in the field. You know, we are not just people who sit there and just dream up stuff. We, we do that, but we also are actually using our stuff. We are out there in the field. We're seeing what works, what doesn't, how can we make this better? Mm -hmm. Um, so 50 caliber has been in our, basically our line for a long time. We do have some side locks in a few different calibers. Um, but for the most part, 50 has been pretty much an industry standard. Um, we brought on 45 because 45 really offers, um, a flatter shooting experience, um, for those who really want to get it dialed in and get a precise, um, type of accuracy. They, that is something that might be something that people want you know yeah. for some people you know they're good with hitting a certain area and that's all they need and yeah. but other people really want to get that dialed in so 45 offers some options with that you can also use um, a wider range of bullets mm -hmm. um and so 45 is just a, another option we want to provide everybody um we see a need for it in the marketplace um 50 caliber is still very popular um it's not to say that 45 is going away from that or it's going to take over um but we do see there's a need for it so we we wanted to bring it in and like you see with a lot of our products, innovation is uh, we're on the forefront of. So we continue to take a look at what is, is the need for marketplace, what we want to use and mm -hmm. how we can best bring that to people. Yeah, I think options are always good. You know, mm -hmm. if you're trying to because uh, a lot of times you'll have hunters that they're just looking to add another season, mm -hmm. um, you know, especially like what you see. I think a lot of the heritage people that's there like in Montana, mm -hmm. their first experience with muzzle loading was just because, well, I, if I 
buy this, then I get to hunt mm-hmm. for an extra week and have another chance <laughs> at shooting an elk. So, right. <laughs> uh, but there are people, uh, and I'm kind of like this, where if if I'm doing, if I'm shooting, I want, it's like, okay, everything needs to be perfect, precise. I, want, I, I usually try to weigh my powder out because I'm, you know, one of those guys. <laughs> and so the 45 caliber option really appeals to me and I think uh-huh. people that are similar to me in that thinking. A lot of us at muzzleloaders.com are that way, like Nate, who is just yeah. here, very similar. He wants everything weighed out, mm-hmm. you know, exact charges. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you can certainly still do that with 50 caliber. Yeah. That's not to say, you know, 50 isn't extremely accurate or anything like that. I just think it offers another option for people who, who want a little bit of a different shooting experience. Totally. And I think that, um, especially the long ranges, like, yeah. because, uh, shooting like the, like the vortex shooting that mm-hmm. out to like 300 yards, mm-hmm. it's doable and possible, but the 45 caliber makes that even a little bit easier, a little mm-hmm. flatter shooting, like you're saying. Yeah. And so if you plan to do those longer ranges, a 45 mm-hmm. caliber would be a great option for them. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, kind of moving into this year. So, uh, I know you guys still have the nitro fire mm-hmm. that's just rolling. We've been selling those like crazy. <laughs> um, and I think that, uh, having, there's been over the last couple of years, a lot of States have accepted the mm-hmm. nitro fire. And I think that's been huge and it really offers a lot of benefits for people that are hunting, mm-hmm. um, really in anything. I think that for like backcountry hunting, it's probably mm-hmm. one of the best cause you don't have to worry about keeping your powder dry because mm-hmm. you have the fire sticks um you don't have to worry about having you know extra all this extra gear and yeah. stuff it's a lot more light because you just have to carry the fire yep. sticks so um what are your guys' plans with like the nitro fire in this year um are you guys planning to make any changes to that or mm-hmm. is that kind of staying the same the nitro fire has just been incredible um you know we worked on that for a long time and it's something that we felt the marketplace needed um Especially, you know, during the pandemic, so many people were able to get out hunting again. They had time or, you know, they might have had a little bit more money in their pocket to Mm go uh, buy another firearm or buy some more tags and and fill up their freezer. Now food is so expensive. Um, Having extra tags or extra options um, so people can get into muzzleloading is is something that we're really seeing across the board. So the nitro fire for us makes muzzleloading a little bit more accessible Mm -hmm. Um, with traditions. You're going to see we carry side locks. We carry modern break actions and then we have the nitro fire we've got other things like the crackshot xbr so we have everything muzzle loading from a to z mm-hmm. so we are not in any way going away from traditional guns or the modern muzzle loaders that you see today the nitro fire just adds another option that people can so they can experience muzzle loading some people are a little intimidated by the all the things you need, all the, uh, um, you know, the, the measuring and what happens if this happens, is this too much? The nitro fire really takes a lot of that guesswork out. So it's so great for that. Um, and the nitro fire for us has just been amazing. Um, we're so proud of it. And, uh, so we're just, we're, we're definitely seeing the trajectory of technology definitely continue to go that way. Um, we won the 2021 NRA American Hunter, uh, muzzleloader of the year for that gun. So we're very proud of that. Um, we're still working with federal. I know you had mentioned um, state legality. Federal and traditions are continuing to work uh, with state agencies to provide them the technology, show them. Um, a lot of people don't realize that states can take years to make a reg change. Yep. Um, it's not just as cut and dry as, okay, 
let's make it legal, <laughs> you yeah. know? So it can take a bit. Um, but for anybody that doesn't see the nitro fire legal in their state, we encourage them to write to their local DNR or game and fish, send an email, make a call and ask them to review the technology. It's really the hunters in the state that they want to hear from. Yeah. Um, so that's really important. So if you don't see that in your state, definitely, uh, you know, check in with your local DNR or game and fish. Um, so for 2023, we did not make any changes to the nitro fire. Um, in 2022 though, we did introduce a one in 24 vapor twist. Mm -hmm. The nitro fire is already extremely accurate. You're loading that bullet in the same place every single time. So you're seating it on that shelf. You've then got the fire stick, which is consistently loaded with the same load every time the Hodgen triple eight powder. Um, and then you're putting the, we recommend the federal, uh, muzzle loading primer. So you've got the same workup every time you've got the same bullet placement. A lot of people don't realize when you use pelletized powder, you run your bullet down and you might have crushed that pellet a little mm -hmm. bit. It can change the way that ignition comes forward. It can change the placement of your bullet and it does impact your accuracy. The nitro fire takes a lot of that out. So with that one in 20, so we've already made it so accurate, right? Yeah. With that one in 24 vapor twist, now you're getting a full revolution of the bullet because it's got a 26 inch barrel. So you're just increasing that accuracy. Um, the faster twist uh, does help stabilize bullets. Um, you know, it's it's just the next evolution. You know, I, I can't share where we might go next quite mm -hmm. yet, but you know, we really think the nitro fire is amazing. We really see um, the safety benefits are huge when it comes to that. If you, if yeah. you take away anything else the safety is just amazing you can remove that fire stick and see if you have a load in your gun you're getting in your vehicle uh to go home or go to your hunting stand you can take out your fire stick crossing a fence um you know you can take that out and make it easier for yourself and safer for yourself so um like I said, 2023, no real changes, but we need to let the product live a little bit. Yep. Um, we're excited. Uh, a new state that's come on board is Pennsylvania. They've legalized for 2023 in their, I, I don't know the official what they call each season. I'd have mm -hmm. to get back to you on that. It wouldn't be legal in the side lock season, of sure. course. Yeah. Um, but that is something that we're very excited about. Pennsylvania is a huge hunting state. So mm -hmm. um, we're, we're pumped about that. So yeah, yeah. that's awesome. There's so many so many little notes along the way that I want to talk about because uh, <laughs> we had our customer service guys out to the range this year, sure. and because uh, we always try to you know get the whole company out mm -hmm. at least a couple oh, times that's to great. do some shooting. Yeah, and we had competition and stuff. It was oh. a lot of fun. <laughs> that's fun. Um, but one of the things we ran into that you mentioned is crushing pellets, and I yeah. think that a lot of times what happens is you know you're shooting a muzzleloader, you want to be safe, you want to mm -hmm. make sure your bullets all the way mm -hmm. seated, but in so doing, you can it's super easy to crack those pellets, mm -hmm. and we were seeing a one inch group turn into like a three or four inch group just Absolutely. from cracking pellets. And so I think that having that consistency from the nitro fire is huge, mm -hmm. especially because uh, not only do you have consistency in where the bullets seated, you have mm -hmm. consistency in the powder charge and the ignition, yeah. everything is always the same. And um, another thing that you mentioned that I think is huge is uh, I run into this in muzzleloader season every year is the, the, the quandary of, do I unload my muzzleloader every single day mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or do I, you know, just try and let it sit a couple of days. <laughs> and I think that's kind of the question that gets asked a lot Yeah. with a nitro fire. It makes it really easy. You know, mm -hmm. you just pull the fire stick out and you're good to go. You don't have to really worry about it so much. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Yeah. And that makes it safe. And one of the things about traditions I've always really appreciated is the uh, additional safety features that mm -hmm. you guys put into your muzzleloaders, because mm -hmm. I think that the safety is something that really people it's their biggest concern when they mm -hmm. first get into muzzle loading. Absolutely. Is, is this going to be safe? Is this something mm -hmm. I could let my son shoot? 
And uh, your guys' muzzleloaders really do an excellent job of ensuring that safety for people. So. Yeah, it's definitely something we focus on. Um, we're not remiss with it. We it, It's definitely always something that when we bring a product to market, we, we want to look at all of those different pieces of the puzzle and make sure we're putting forth something that's safe, accurate, reliable. Um, so we really take a hard stance on all of those factors. Totally. Yeah, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing for 2023, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I want to talk about the shed horn. Yeah. Um, because... Side lock muzzle loading. For those of you that watch our content, you know that it's probably something that I'm getting into more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the shed horn, I was really excited to see <laughs> it. And uh, I know that the, the the PA pellet, we just got done recording some videos on those yep. muzzle loaders. Yep. The PA pellet has been around for a long time and its niche is the Pennsylvania flintlock season. And um, it, it functions extremely well there. But the new heritage seasons that are coming out that allow any side lock that's kind of where I think the bread and butter of the shed horn is going to be. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about those muzzle loaders. some of the things that uh, people would really be interested in with those. Absolutely. So as anybody who hunts in Pennsylvania knows, there are certain seasons. Um, there's a flintlock season. Um, so the PA pellet was essentially, I mean, the PA pellet has been in our line for many, many years. So mm-hmm. I think the name has become maybe less of actually, you know, it's not necessarily just for Pennsylvania. There's so many um, states where you can use it in your in their side lock seasons mm-hmm. and, and um you know, heritage seasons or primitive seasons. Um, but the PA pellet is, it's, it's, it's primitive, but it's modern. So you get a lot of great features, but you can still use it in that primitive season. It's got the removable breech plug. Um, so you can easily clean. It's got a chromoly steel barrel. Um, mm-hmm. So it's more lightweight and accurate. Um, it's got the premium Cerakote finish on the outside, because as anybody who hunts in Pennsylvania knows, mm-hmm. the weather at that time of year can certainly not <laughs> be your friend. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that's true for many places across the country for late seasons. Um, the PA pellet um, can use can take loose or pelletized powder, which is a nice option for you know anybody that maybe doesn't get out doesn't get the opportunity to get out very often. So they can use the pellets, you know, instead of uh, having to have all their loose powder drawn mm-hmm. out and set to go, they can just pop those pellets in and go. Um, you can use sabotaged projectiles in the PA pellet, which is a great feature um, for accuracy. Um, it's available in flintlocker percussion, um, which I think really breeds into anybody. You know, some people love a flintlock. They're diehard. Um, they 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 want to go for that. They want that exper- that true primitive experience. Percussion cap, a little bit less involved, but you've yeah. still got all the primitive features of it. So the PA pellet has been in our line, like I said, for many many years, and it, it's been great. And I think it makes it allows people side lock. It's accessible for people who you know want to use a side lock, but want some of those more modern touches. Um, so the shed horn is kind of like a cousin of the PA pellet. Um, we brought mainly the shed horn um, into our product line because Montana has a heritage season. West Virginia has a heritage season. There's definitely other seasons that this will fit into as well. Um, but it has a musket cap ignition. Um, so that is a little bit different than the PA pellet. And it also only fires loose powder. Um, but again, it just fits into some of those different options um, from a... Uh, uh, side lock standpoint, um, it's available in a uh, uh, different camo finish. We've got a camo finish on. We've got wood. We've got black. It's got double set triggers. Um, still got that chromoly steel barrel, so it's lightweight and accurate. I'm sure anybody hunting in Montana knows you might have to really put in a lot of footwork mm-hmm. to uh, get out to where you're going. Um, so that's always nice to have a, a, a firearm that you can easily carry. So yeah. we're excited about the shed horn. We're pretty proud of it. And um, it's just another foray into our side lock line, which I think people, you know, 
sometimes we we see the nitro fire, we see all the modern guns, and mm-hmm. you kind of almost not forget, but you, we have an entire side lock line. Um, I know you saw the uh, the mountain rifle today, yeah. and you hadn't seen that before, so that was pretty exciting. And we carry so many different models. We have build it yourself kits, um, so I think there's really something for everybody. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things I've always really appreciated about mm-hmm. traditions is the fact that you guys um, you innovate. And you have some of the most innovative muzzleloaders on the market, but you also invest a lot of time and effort into keeping the traditional mm-hmm. side alive. And there's there's two very strong communities in muzzleloading, mm-hmm. and um, I think that they, you know, both of them really appreciate that because mm-hmm. the, you know, with uh, there's just a lot of stuff happening like with Lyman's not making muzzleloaders anymore, so that that, that traditional side of things is kind of it, it's kind of dwindling in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. And so I think that keeping that side alive is a crucial piece of, of mm-hmm. what you guys do. And I think that uh, the muzzleloader community really appreciates it as well. So Sure. No, yeah. we. Um, I love what I do. I know everybody at Traditions loves what they do. Um, I'm a hunter. I'm a shooter. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone who basically works for our company is, um, you know, and, and we're really proud of the products we put forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, the cool things like the, the shed horn and the PA pellet um, being sort of a like a hybrid breed between mm-hmm. those two is something very unique that a lot of people probably aren't familiar with. And when the, the Montana season mm-hmm. was introduced, I think that was 2020 or mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah. The last couple of years seemed like they've just kind of right? all been one year. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, but when that season is introduced, we saw a huge influx in people purchasing muzzleloaders from Montana mm-hmm. because they were getting into that season. So I think that the shed horn will be really good for that. And like you said, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I know there's talk of heritage seasons in other states as yeah. well. Uh, honestly, for Northwest, like Oregon, Idaho, we have those muzzleloader regulations, and the shed horn would be uh, near the top of my list for mm-hmm. muzzleloaders I would use in those states, too, mm-hmm. even though it is a side lock because you have the musket ignition. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be extremely efficient. So. Yeah, for sure. And that's what I was saying. It's not just Montana. It's not just West Virginia. It's really open to a lot of different states, and it's open to what you're looking to do as a, as a muzzleloading hunter. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take on that challenge of a side lock? Is it another season you can fulfill? Is it another tag? Yep. There's so many possibilities. Totally. Yeah, it's endless possibilities. Yeah. uh, Allison, I really appreciate you having the podcast with us today. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I think our listeners are really going to appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know what your favorite traditions muzzleloader is in the comments. And uh, if you're listening on one of the audio platforms, be sure to leave a review because it really helps the show out a lot. So, uh, again, thanks, Allison. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode.